First things first, uh, I would like to acknowledge that the title of our show for this uh, sucks and is weird. Um, We don't really deal with death as any kind of uh, meaningful concept. Uh, This podcast is more, what would you call it? Dicking around. Yeah. Only. Um, However, there isn't really a good way to do this, but two weeks ago, our good friend Nick Nemiroff passed away. He is widely known as an incredible and unique stand-up comedian, but uh, more importantly, to his core, uh, a wonderful, empathetic, and joyful man. Yeah, we were super lucky to know Nick for a lot of years, and we're lucky that our lives got to intersect with Nick in a lot of different ways. We met him 10 years ago in our university program, He was also in the same sketch comedy group as us, and he lived in the same giant house as a bunch of our friends, and it meant that we got to see him all the time. And the first time I met Nick, he invited me to play basketball with him, and I said no because I was too nervous. Um, He was a very cool guy. And you suck at basketball. And I was nervous for that reason as well. (laughs) It it sounds stupid to try to explain, but at Ryerson... Uh, Nick and Gavin, his comedy partner, uh, and another friend of ours, they they were like celebrities. Uh, everyone knew Nick and Gavin as like the funniest guys. Um, they were they were heroes to us, uh, and the fact that they not only took the time to talk to us but were friends, it, it was surreal and intimidating. He never had to take the time, but he did. And our friendship was entirely based on him taking that lead. Uh, and it made me feel like I mattered. Uh, the first time I met Nick, uh, was at a party at that university house and I was still new to the city and I was scared of everyone there. Uh, and I, I was just standing alone and he took the time to talk to me, uh, for a long time about all the stuff he was excited for me to check out. And, oh, have I heard of Chris Locke? Oh, and I got to check out Laugh Sabbath and, and all this mm. stuff. He was he was so passionate about uh, comedy, and I wish I would be able to go back and tell that guy uh, he would be just as great and respected as everyone he admired. Yeah, he simply just was that good at comedy, and uh, we were also lucky to get to see him perform it um, a lot, which was always a treat. Um, he was always good at it, hated improv, uh, only wanted to do stand-up. And uh, he was, yeah, he was always amazing. And we got to see a lot of it from uh, hosting that tiny open mic in the back of the pub near our campus uh, to getting to do tech for his and Gavin's amazing show, Skate or Die at Hotmail.com, to watching his album taping, to seeing him perform on Conan and all over. Um, He was always funny. He was always incredible. And then he only got better. It was cool to see um, the joke, hi, my name is Nick Nemiroff, and like most people my age, I am 27 years old, and then to see it go to 28, and then see it go to 29. The first time I heard that, I believe it was like, what, 24, 23? Yeah, it was like one of his first jokes, Yeah, and he stuck with it. Yeah, which uh, is so incredible to think of saying that. Just watching that age go up. (laughs) Yeah. Nick... uh, has appeared on this podcast, uh, the third most appearances of anyone. 
Yeah. We've prepared an episode today uh, with pieces from a lot of those appearances from all over the years. They're all jumbled in here. I think one of these clips, We're 21, uh, another one was recorded a few months ago. Uh, It's wild to imagine, um, but this is true. Some listeners, uh, you've only heard Nick on this show, Um, but that doesn't even scratch the surface uh, of, of who he was. Uh, and what he did, he he left so much content, um, a lot of which I think both of us have been churning through these past two weeks. Yeah, uh, and he's probably been the person who's who's helped me through uh, the most. It's impossible not you know to be uplifted reading and watching uh, all of his stuff. Yeah, um, but I urge you, uh, if you only know him from this show, check out his Twitter, check out his Instagram, uh, go through all those posts. There's so much stuff. Uh, and mainly uh check out his album uh it's called the pursuit of comedy has ruined my life uh you can find it uh a bunch of places website spotify itunes but we will put the link in this episode description mm-hmm. um because we think you're incompetent uh we have included some of the jokes off of that album some of our favorites um not all of them i i i, no, I didn't I know how much to album. spoil now listen to it in full because it's it's great as one taping too. Like there's a lot of fun that happens on the night and some spontaneity and stuff too. And anyways, just yeah. listen to the actual album. Um, and and for those people who who might uh, only know him as fans of his standup, um, I I I want you to hear this episode because uh, yeah. it's it's a it's I don't know it's what it's what hanging out with Nick was like. Uh, it's it's a side you might not know because he's he's always so precise and measured in his stand-up and here you you hear him laugh you hear him giggle and you can hear which because of his like his really unique style it's very slow and you don't always get a sense of just how fast and quick he is with yeah, jokes it's true it's a good point and he really what like he's so fast and so smart uh and so funny and yeah that's one of the biggest joys is hearing him in the moment think of the line and laugh at it as he says it. And um, anyways, he was uh, he was the best and he was so awesome in the show. And so I'm grateful for every time he got to do it. And I think it's worth noting before we start that Nick was Jewish. Uh, he thought that was hilarious to mention uh, or at least mention Judaism in every episode he appeared on. Uh, Other so, than one of these specific clips where he says he's uncircumcised, <laughs> a big departure for him, a new a new character yeah, playing a whole new role. Um, but uh, I don't know that felt necessary to mention when you hear them all in one place. <laughs> but um, <laughs> always always funny, um, always uh, so sweet and so kind. Anyways, that is it. Here's Nick. We love you, buddy. We love you, man. How uh, how's everyone doing tonight? I guess I should have been uh, more specific. How are every single one of you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> You're good? How are you? You're good. How are you? How are you? Great? Okay. How are you? How are you? You guys find it weird? I've asked like six people how they are. Nobody's asked me how I am. <laughs> On my big day. 
Rocco, a computer hacker found dead. Today's guest, Mr. X, a fellow hacker and part of Rocco's organization. Mr. X, welcome. Hey guys, I'm Mr. X. Thank welcome you. to me. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on this public forum. I know you had a lot of reservations about that. That is that is why I'm using uh, a, a fake name and why I have this. Uh, this your present. last your last name is not X. No, it starts with a totally different letter of the alphabet. Is okay, it P? Well, is it Fuck. N? <laughs> oh, it is P. <laughs> it's Mr. P. <laughs> Which is also what I knew you guys would laugh. <laughs> but it's not what it seems like. Okay, are it's, there's more letters? <laughs> there's an E E after. <laughs> What is your first name? That's I'm definitely not saying that on air. Public? What if we cut it out? If you cut it, you promise to bleep this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My name is Stupid P. <laughs> you cut that out, right? Yeah. Yeah, they don't know why we're laughing. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so well, Stupid P. No, which, oh, you better have bleep that as well every time we say we'll please say. just call me mr x <laughs> stupid p is my real name <laughs> i was gonna say father's name but it's my straight up name what's your father's name <laughs> nice try <laughs> is he a hacker as well is this a family trade he's a hacker as well it's he just like his me. grandfather and great-grandfather hacking the telegrams or whatever <laughs> yeah he would hack into old the the singing telegrams. <laughs> he would hack into those. He would hack right in there. So he'd pretend to be a member. He'd show up at the door with them, well, sing different lyrics. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Try to get some personal information from the person they were visiting. So he'd sing like questions. <laughs> he'd sing questions, and the person would be so taken aback that have no choice but to answer. <laughs> And the rest of the group did not catch on. No. But this stranger was standing there with them singing questions. That's old no. old that's hacking, good hacking is good acting. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, if you're if you're a if you're a good enough hacker, you can get the answers to anything. You know. Yeah, and and you are a computer hacker. I'm a computer hacker. Right. So what does that involve? What do you do? So I do you know those um, those like word assessment uh, typing tests. Yeah. Mavis Beacon teaches typing. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I was scored really high. So I was like, what can I use to use oh, my skills, my natural God-given genetically passed down typing skills? And yeah, of course, hacking. That's was, how your great-grandfather got into those singing groups. <laughs> it was all his quick typing. Because he <laughs> typed up a contract that was like, this guy's in the group. <laughs> And then, so fast that they couldn't argue. Yeah, they're like, well, if he's typing this fast, he must be a good singer. <laughs> so that's how he got in those groups. And then how I, yeah, I've learned to to get into hacking to use my natural skills as a good typer. Right. So how do you how do you get ahead. into the business? Like, who do you approach to say hire me as a hacker? Right. Where do you begin? Well, so I went on a, a forum on Reddit. Okay. Which subreddit? It was called. Um, it was called Not In Cells. <laughs> so I was happy about that. <laughs> so anyone, as long anyone, as you work yeah, in As long as you're not an incel can join or can post in this subreddit. Yes, exactly. Okay. So I posted looking for work. I'm really good at typing. Not an incel. 
I, I didn't even make mention of it because I was like, I don't even know if I want to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> this seems like the one place not to talk about this. Exactly. It just goes without saying. So I wrote that, and then I got a few emails back, and one of them was from uh, Mystery Man at... And then it didn't... It had... You know how... Um, Instead of like a space, it'll just be like underscores. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of underscores. Yeah. dot com at underscore 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 dot com. He Whoa. hacked away his email address. Exactly, I couldn't even see it, and I was like, "Okay, this is something I'm interested in." And then we had. But a... did he sign his email? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did sign it. it was... oh, okay. Yeah, his name uh, was. Um, well, again, I'm not gonna say for. We'll bleep it. You'll bleep it? Yeah, we'll bleep it. Okay. Phew. His name was uh, Big Bow Wow. Okay. Yeah. So Big Bow Wow was, was in charge of hiring these hackers. He reached and, out to relation? you. <laughs> to Little Bow Wow. Uh, I think it was his little brother. Got it. Okay, great. And what is he offering? He's offering you an opportunity? He's offering my opportunity. He said, I saw your word. I saw your WPM, word per minute, and I would love to have you as part of my team. Mm. I was like, Team? Okay, that's like sports. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought that was you sort of, typed that well, as a response. Well, I was because I'm so fast at typing; it just sort of goes in my thoughts. And I, you know, I press backspace a couple times to, to get rid of the <laughs> sentence. And, <laughs> well, you do know typing. <laughs> and then I wrote back like, "Sure, I'd love to," and I kept other thoughts in my head of like the whole team and sports thing. <laughs> so I was like, "Sure, I'd love to." Okay. And then we had a bit of a, you know, a back and forth. I sent in my CV. He was like, great, meet What's me. What's on your CV at this point? At this point, most of my words per minute, name, I finished high school, I went to... So it does have your name on. <laughs> yeah, my CV. Yeah. yeah it's a like real stupid G- P right it's... at the top. <laughs> no. Yeah. You, bl- you bleep that one? Yeah, I yeah, bleep that bleep. one. But okay. I just mean... I don't see you touching anything on the computer, <laughs> just so you know. We bleep it later. Oh, okay. We in bleep post? it in post. Okay, cool. But I I meant as a hacker, you later want to get... You didn't know, I guess, to not get rid of your name. Well, again, I was also applying. It was my first job I was applying right. for. Okay. I didn't even have a hacker name at that point. Fair. Okay. Your hacker name is the f- name of the street you grew up on. So, Mr. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> street. <laughs> yeah. And? And the name of the first porn star you ever masturbated to. Was it your ex-girlfriend? <laughs> Uh, I've what I've learned from improv. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was my ex friend, <laughs> and I, I do want to get back with her. What's her name? Her name is uh, well, she has a porn star name, of course. Right. And how do you make one of those? <laughs> so it's the street where you first jerked off on. <laughs> So for her, it was, uh, you know, <laughs> Jenna. Jenna Street was where she first jerked off. Got it. And then the last name, the name of the first pet that you... Ever jerked off to. No, no. The first pet that you loved. And her pet was called... <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> Her name's Jenna Pussy. You dated Jenna Pussy? That's crazy, man. <laughs> Me, stupid P. <laughs> I know you're gonna bleep it, so I don't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> dated Jenna Pussy. <laughs> How did you guys meet? 
we we were in the same we were in the same grade so we just okay. like different schools but same grade so you know that's enough <laughs> yeah. you got your connection right there yeah exactly and you're neither of you are incels <laughs> and yeah we had a lot in common <laughs> like that amazing sorry so you have this you have an email offer yeah, yeah. from big bow wow right <laughs> and now you bleed yes, yes of course i'm gonna confirm every time good good and and he's offering you to be part of his team you think it might be sports but you're not quite sure and your words per minute back to him is very impressive yeah super quick i've got him, you a send real him quick his, your cv and and uh wh- what does he say where does it go from there he says, okay, meet me under the bridge at midnight tonight. Okay, the so, bridge. Uh, and you know what bridge he was talking about. Well, no, because, again, oh, I had midnight. a few in mind, and then I was like, I really feel like it's this bridge in particular. So I went to that one. Was so it? So I didn't, yes. Okay. <laughs> so oh, okay. It, it was also, I think, a test of my of my intuition. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. And you passed. Right. You, you showed show, up. He's there. Yeah, and what? he goes, right, bridge. <laughs> and I go, that's so. <laughs> and then we we just talked, you know, about our lives and stuff, what we had in common. And it turned out I had a lot in common with him. He was not an in- <laughs> That's why he was on that Reddit subreddit. That's true. I guess I, I already knew that. True. So what is his organization? You're, you're hired on. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do? So we go in there. We usually use our own computers. He, he sort of sets us up with all this, you know, fancy software and hardware. And then we hack into banks and grocery stores and um, uh, bars. You hack into bars? We hack into the bars, like, cause we, and we just get all the money. Right. So we get all the credit card sales from bars and grocery stores and banks. So who else is a part of this team? The, You're joining with Rocco. other members? Yeah, well, Rocco, dearly departed Rocco, was a right. part of the team. Uh, there's a few guys named, you know, Mr. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, they, So they all grew up on the same street as you? <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Well, again, that was one guy. He had that entire name. Oh, okay. but, Mr. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah. Uh, he, he did grow up on the same street as you. Oh, okay. Me. Then there was a few other people, like... Uh, uh, Ossington, uh, Ossington, Jameson and stuff. That guy was cool. Ossington Jameson. Ossington Jameson, and then there was a couple others named like <laughs> uh, Broadview. You know so many streets. <laughs> There's a guy named Broadview. Uh, Cruise. <laughs> could just go ttc stations i could just but that's again it's a street you grew up on oh right so, right so far two have been ttc stations but. <laughs> and then you know young and dundas there's that guy <laughs> wait no the second one's supposed to be the name of your that's a porn star of a porn star so dundas was the name of the porn what, star? dundas I pussy know, i don't know all the, the porn stars i do okay i didn't know i actually right. checked that out. so do each of you have a different role on this hacker team yeah so i'm like the typer hacker. <laughs> How is that different from what they do? Uh, one of them, they have, they have, um, like one of them, like hacks. I, I do a lot of the typing, and then they sort of like are telling me what to type. Okay, like they dictate. Yeah, they dictate. So I'm sort of like a note taker, but also because of how hacking works. Yeah. It, it, it affects yeah. So them. they're like bracket colon backslash. <laughs> yes, exactly. Enter. 
<laughs> Enter was my favorite. It gets you right in. Right. Whether it be a bank, grocery store, bar. I mean, you just hit enter. And you're right in. Exactly. Okay, so they're all are they all dictators? Is that the point? I mean, you know, they're not like Saddam. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they're dic- they're dictating me what to do. So did anyone have any other specific roles? Well, Rocco actually had a pretty specific role. He was like the he kept on on lookout. Oh, okay. He was supposed to just watch out for anyone. Yeah, who, wait. Where do you guys do this? Are you in a van? What's what's the situation here? We were in like sort of a, a tiny a tiny basement, sort of damp. Sort of. We know that life. Yeah. yeah. So it looked a lot like this. Actually, not even thinking about it. Like four walls, and it's underground. <laughs> I mean, the similarities are endless. <laughs> Okay, so what about the night? Um, did you find Rocco? You found Rocco. I found that, Rocco. Yeah. And what was that night? Were you hacking into some kind of location, like a bar? like a, where? What was the job? Uh, yuck Yucks Ajax. <laughs> okay, why is that? So much money there. They had just had a big, big weekend. Yeah, and- Brent Butt. <laughs> and you know he's a big name so they have a lot of people there but he's a great guy and he's super funny <laughs> i do I, I mean i don't watch that much comedy but i love uh i love brand butt <laughs> yeah so i knew that he was playing there and i was like okay well this is gonna be yuck x ajax biggest night of the fucking year okay so i was like okay this is how we get our money this weekend dude so did you have to go closer did you have to go to a basement in ajax interestingly enough we had to actually go further to, oh. to 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 seem less culpable. You Got know? it. Okay. So we went to a, a basement in Niagara Falls. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. <laughs> this time of year. I the mean, basement? I was <laughs> the basement. This is basement season. <laughs> exactly. And so there's so many tourists. It was so annoying. <laughs> but we walking through taking pictures. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was you know we got the job done. Right. But unfortunately, yeah, Rocco uh, did not make it. So you were hacking into Yuck Yuck's Ajax? I was hacking into the mainframe of of Yuck Yuck's Ajax. Hacking the mainframe means I go on, you know, Yuck Yuck's Toronto, uh, Yuck Yuck's Ontario. And then you press enter. You click the tab that says Ajax. Enter. Enter. (laughs) And then from there, my, my job just like, that's where it really starts, you know? Right. Then I start you type, typing. Please let me in. I start money. I, yeah, I hit <laughs> the dollar sign over and over and over. Oh yeah. Well, I go to like log in. I try right. to log in. So I have to log in. I have to figure out you know the a username and a password. <laughs> so I'm thinking username mbreslin at yuckyucks.com. Right. That's probably his email. Right. Password Mark. Password yucks ajax <laughs> did it and it worked first try no it oh, didn't work so that's okay. why so like, they're when dictating you... these other passwords they're trying to help you guess the password <laughs> so, so, yeah sorry hacking is a bunch of guys standing around in this basement trying to guess the password to log into a site <laughs> that's part of hacking yeah <laughs> what did you i don't i don't make the rules about what but when is. when you do hack in and we will f- figure out what the password is but yeah. when you do hack in did you just already have access to the money, or do you need to do some complex coding? Are there are there firewalls and things that we hear about? There's firewalls. There's mm-hmm. proxies. Oh god, JavaScript. There's, maybe. there's JavaScript. You got to keep your Java updated on your yeah. computer. Adobe Premiere. No, there's Adobe, uh, Flash Photo. Yeah, you're gonna Photoshop. need Photoshop. Premiere. Edit, edit your films. Yeah, you Photoshop. Yeah, a few things. There's okay. iMovie. <laughs> Microsoft Excel, oh, Microsoft yeah. Word. But not Microsoft Incel. No, I can't stress that enough. 
That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> Got it. You, you have to be ex-celibate. <laughs> there's uh, pages. There's openoffice.org, which is like... Oh, oh, I don't even know that one. That one's like... It's like a basically a free... It's like Microsoft Word or Pages, but it's free to download, and it's sort of open software. Okay. There's, there's like freemium games. <laughs> and that's like... You can Funnyjunk.org. Play... <laughs> yeah. There's like... Uh, Newgrounds. <laughs> We're getting into website territory. <laughs> right. So you're, you're, world. You're, you're, there's a video of a of a woman falling. <laughs> uh, who knows what site that's on? <laughs> okay. So you guys are doing this. Yeah. Uh, a success. Yeah. What huge? What, what is the password? Huge success. Do uh, well, you'll bleep it out. Of yeah. course. The password. Yeah. yeah this course. is the password to log on to Yuck Yuck's Ajax. <laughs> right. The password is um, chicken suit. Rubber chicken suit. That's our logo. <laughs> rubber chicken suit. That's our logo. Chicken suit. Rubber chicken suit. That's our logo. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. And you guys guessed that. <laughs> um, you, you're hackers. Well, I that's guess. the thing. Wow. It actually kind of worked because there were two people yelling at me. So it seems. Yeah. Ossington and Broadview. Ossington <laughs> and Broadview. We're both yelling like crazy. I mean, they were so mad. <laughs> but. <laughs> But because I said it like that, I like wrote that because one of them said chicken suit and one said rubber chicken suit. That's our logo. I don't know why I said our. It worked. Though. It worked. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he used to work at uh, Yuck Yucks. Maybe. That's maybe how Inside we knew. Job. Inside joke. Clive Owen. Inside joke. Just Inside between jokes. us. That's good. Now, yeah. during all this time, uh, is Rocco keeping watch out in the hallway of the basement? He is, yeah. Shooting he's fighting tourists. off tourists. Yeah, he's going. No, nothing to see here. This one is. This one's closed for today. Exhibit is closed. It does. Say, Go look at the waterfalls or do something else. <laughs> and you can just hear people like disappointed, like crazy. I wanted to see the basement. Yeah, exactly. We came all the way. We wanted to see the Canadian side of the basement. We saw the American side. I live in Buffalo. Honestly, I think we got the better end of that. The American side of the basement is not as nice. Exactly. Yeah, and, but that's the side of the basement we have to look at. From their side. Not in Does that this, make sense? Not in this yeah. analogy with the basement. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I would say basement, you can see you can only see it if you're yeah, you in there. If you're in the basement. <laughs> yeah. Um and I forget what you were asking. Uh he's I keeping watch in the hallway. <laughs> oh uh, right. Shooing away tourists. Shooing uh, away. And is is that the last you saw of him when you sent him out into the hallway? Uh saw him alive, he came, that is? Yeah, that was well then he came in one time during a shift. He just like, I need a break, man. This is insane. There's so many he said that there are so many uh I mean he, I'm not gonna say what he said, but he said there was we'll a bleep lot. it out, we'll bleep it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said <laughs> he said uh Jewish guys. <laughs> Because there was, there was one Jewish guy. There was one Jewish guy, and it fucking pissed him off like crazy. Oh my god! Oh, so no. Rocco was anti-Semitic. <laughs> the only thing I knew about Rocco is he grew up on the street called Rocco, and he had masturbated to zero porn stars. He never masturbated, but he claimed he wasn't an incel. I. Uh... I was raised in a very like progressive sect of Judaism. This is pretty cool. At my synagogue, we had Canada's first female rabbi. That was cool. And to to give you an idea of how open-minded we were, not only was she was she female, you know, but she was also uh, deaf, divorced, 
uh, openly gay, a devout Muslim. <laughs> The victim, Mrs. Ellington III, found dead in an x-ray booth. Today's guest, Jerry Garcibi, technician who found the body. Jerry, hello. Hey, it's me, Jerry Garcibi. <laughs> yeah, we know. That's something it's something nice to meet you. Beginning. <laughs> I, know. I just wanted to announce, I, I haven't, uh, you know, I'm just getting here late. I didn't hear any of that intro or anything, so I didn't know if you had said my name. No, uh, welcome to the podcast. I'm Griffin. Hey, Griffin. Hey, Steve. Nice to meet both of you. Nice to meet you, Jerry (laughs) Garcibi. You're Jerry Garcibi. Fucking. That's you. I am. I'm Jerry (laughs) Garcibi. It's not similar to that name, Jerry Garcia. It's different. Oh, do you get that a lot? A lot of people go, oh, are you actually just Jerry Garcia in hiding? And that's why you've chose such an exactly similar name in Garcibi. I say no, it's different, no. and I show them my birth certificate. <laughs> but you do happen to be part of the Grateful Dead. I'm part of a Grateful Dead tribute band, yes, that's oh, true. Okay. Uh, what are you called? <laughs> We're called the world's best Grateful Dead tribute band. Jerry Garcia can kill himself. <laughs> that's the... I really so, obviously have some issues with that guy that I'm only wow. realizing right now. It, yeah, is it because of the name similarities or, or is there other personal affronts he's done? Well, I hate that he was able to capitalize off his name so much with that delicious and his ice guitar cream. playing skills. Yeah, you're right. I'm more jealous that he has that ice cream named after him. And, you know, I love fucking cherries, so it's just so annoying. <laughs> Yeah, well, you wish it had been called Cherry Garcibi. <laughs> yeah. Because I wish it was called. <laughs> probably called won't make another one with too similar a name, unfortunately. No, and they probably would have to play off my last name, Garcibi, which fucking doesn't work at all. I've tried making food puns on it for years, coming up with ice creams, but they all taste like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> what was probably what was the closest you got? The closest I got? Yeah, to like a decent ice cream with your name. Uh, it was probably like Garcia Garlic uh, Pee-Pee. Garlic Pee-Pee? <laughs> so, yeah. You can imagine so, yeah. how bad that tasted. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like it does taste terrible. Yeah, as good as the cherry part would be. But <laughs> oh, it's garlic still pee-pee. cherry, <laughs> cherry garlic, it's cherry pee-pee. garlic peepee. Yeah, it's the ultimate uh, Ben and Jerry's type. Your, you know, you can do like find your Wu Tang name or something like on online. One of those generators. Yeah, they have the same Donald thing, Glover. but yeah, they have the same thing, but for uh, ice cream flavors from Ben and Jerry's. Oh, so you didn't even come up with this? You just put this into a generator. <laughs> And it gave you garlic peepee. Yes, but I also (laughs) am the one who made that generator. So I programmed it. I coded it. Coded it C-O-D-E, not C-O-A-T-E-D, which is how I love my ice cream. Coded in chocolate. Peepee. No. (laughs) I'm so (laughs) pissed that there's that peepee rhymes so well with the end of my name. Uh, You are an x-ray technician. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
the very the very notion is hilarious to you (laughs) i mean it's just so funny i guess how passionate i feel about these other things an x-ray technician i don't really think about it's not it's just a hobby really (laughs) (laughs) your real job is being in a tribute band that hates the guy you're tributing (laughs) one guy yes that one specific guy you like the rest of the band i guess yeah, I couldn't tell you any of their names, but I do love them all so much. <laughs> what does an X-ray technician do? do you, so you just run the machine? I run the machine, I update the machine, I clean the machine, I look at the insides of people, and I send those off to the doc. Right. Are you at the hospital itself? I am at the hospital, yeah. Oh wow! I work. Okay. I work in the hospital. Yeah, so it's kind of crazy now with all this COVID shit. But. Yeah, you're a, you're a frontline worker. Congra- well, I, I was going to say congratulations, yeah. but <laughs> congratulations. Well, that must be nice for you. Well, it is very nice. I love when the people go out and clap for me and uh, make bang me feel pots. Great. Are they still doing I that? Love. Uh yeah. In some places where I am, I I, I make <laughs> I make. Uh, you know, my kids, when I get home, I make them get out of bed and clap for me <laughs> and bang some pots every night. So I feel a little bit like, OK, this is worth it. This is worth it. Uh, so Miss Ellington, the uh, third, mm-hmm. was she a normal patient of yours? She she come in regularly. I guess x-ray is not a thing you get done as a hobby. It's not a thing you get done, you know, as a hobby, but she she would come in. Uh, regularly, but I wouldn't say she was a normal patient, if you know what I mean. You're um, winking at us. <laughs> I am. I am winking, which is hard to tell because I'm wearing these sunglasses. But you're as very the listener perceptive. can <laughs> Well, I think you can probably tell by the tone of my voice that I'm wearing sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, she she would come in to get X-rays uh, about two times a month. Wow, that, because she was breaking bones. <laughs> She was just like, I think this bone feels a bit different. Can I, can I check? Would you mind checking for me? And she was this old sweet lady. Who am I to say no? You know. So you you would just <laughs> you work on people showing up to your room in the hospital and asking <laughs> for an X-ray. It's all word of mouth. Yeah, it's all word of mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs an appointment or anything. They could just show up and say, Hey, can you do you mind X-raying me? <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, well, yeah, I'm not really that busy right now. I uh, was just practicing my guitar, but I'd love to X-ray you. Is there anyone else in your department, or are you you running the whole operation yourself? I mean, I run most of it myself, and I have uh, my son comes in and helps me on the weekends, and bangs a pot. I he bangs a pot, and uh, I mean, it's, it's 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 inside a larger hospital, so I guess there's like thousands of people in there. Right, they're all technically your co-workers. It's got to be yeah. a crazy secret Santa. Yes, I'm sure this year. I I will say it, uh, <laughs> I am Jewish, so I don't do secret Santa. Happy Hanukkah. Sure. Oh, okay. Happy Hanukkah. Well, right thank now. you very much. Yeah, that I believe it's the, for the listener, when we are recording this, I think it's the third night of Hanukkah. It is. You're right. Are you doing anything uh, special? For Hanukkah? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am doing something very special. <laughs> I am, uh, got my kids a big Christmas tree for the first night of Hanukkah. <laughs> Second night, I bought them some stockings. And tonight, I'm going to um, 
by I painted this big mural of Jesus that I'm excited to unveil. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, not not really Jewish stuff if you caught on there, <laughs> but that's, no, you're kind of uh, you know subverting the holiday, making yeah. it your own. Can I mm-hmm. can I also exactly. ask what you have planned for the next five nights? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's only three. <laughs> It is only three. We're only in the third. But the fourth night, which is tomorrow, <laughs> I have a very exciting gift, which is uh, little slippers. And then the fifth night. <laughs> You're going to hang up stockings and then give them little slippers. That's good. Yeah. And then the fifth night, which is two days from now, I'm going to buy them um, just some old... Don Cherry Rock'em Sock'ems. Uh, right, which are so like, you the know, religious theme kind of ends tonight. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess that I was like, well, after this big picture of Jesus, I can't really get any more Christian than that. And then, you know, yeah, the next, like, six, nights six, seven, and eight will just be seasons uh, eight, seven, and six of Frasier. So, so he can watch them backwards. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and he has to watch them even. <laughs> he has to watch them on rewind um, back, like the whole backwards. <laughs> I'm trying to raise him, and <laughs> it's an experiment that I've been doing since he was a child. <laughs> but <laughs> everything about his life is in reverse. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see what that would do to a person, and so yeah, I guess it's just a continuation of it. And the, the other Hanukkah gifts do not match with this reversal <laughs> plan at all, but uh, still odd, I guess. I guess, yeah, it's still, it's still like a bit weird. So, so I want to be Oh, like it's definitely a bit, a bit weird. weird. Don't worry. <laughs> what did you do for him uh, when he was born? I mean, what do you do for a, an old person? I, well, I told, I looked at him and I said, you're a hundred years old. And so I told him the first... <laughs> A hundred days of his life, I would look at him and tell him, "You are a hundred years old. <laughs> you're only older. the first hundred. <laughs> I said, "You're older than me. I'm your son." <laughs> That's what I would tell oh, my baby. Incredibly confusing messaging. <laughs> and yeah, I've, can I can I ask why you want him to feel like his life is in reverse? <laughs> I just watched that movie, you know, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, and was very. I I when I, I saw it, or I saw a poster of it, and I got really, you know, I was like, man, that would be cool if your life if your life was in reverse. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm having a kid tomorrow. This gives me an idea, and that idea was what I have explained to you. <laughs> This is, of course, the Skype song. Uh, I'm just going to click hello. Hello? Okay. I've added someone to our call here. What the hell? Hello. Hello. (gasps) Hello, my son. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, sorry. I'm a little bad with technology. I don't even know how how this works. Oh, my God. I'm 97. (laughs) This is, of course, I guess a (laughs) three-year-old. No. No, no, he's 97. It's my 97-year-old father. Yay, Douglas. Son. Oh, okay. This is, this is, hmm. 
What if I'm I not put sure him how to say this without for... breaking the illusion, but I imagined, I guess, older than three years old when you were first talking about the sun, you make clap for you. Well, <laughs> the timeline might be messed up. I don't know. You only said I was 100 for 100 days. Oh, right. Okay. And then you kind of forgot. Yeah, um, I kind of so keep it maybe vague. Maybe I got it wrong. I kind of keep it vague. So now I'm at 97. I was just thinking about the 97 Denver Broncos and how they won the Super Bowl. So I just chose 97. Go Denver! That's right. That's right. <laughs> and next year's Super Bowl will be 1996. Isn't that right? <laughs> yeah. It's also the year 1997. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, you've got an extra few things going on, I guess. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I will be honest. It's it's been tough to um, you know keep track of everything that I've told him over the years, and sort of when my plan is not fully fleshed out. But we I'm keep excited it. to see my other Hanukkah gifts. Right. It's going to be exciting for you tonight when we light the candles. And Well, tonight you said you have a big unveiling for us. Oh, yeah, wow. that's one of what my What do you think famous... it's going to be? Yeah. Well, um, last year he painted a big picture of Muhammad, so I think <laughs> this year I guess it's going to be Jesus. Oh, yeah. I remember right. you guys got a lot of death threats. <laughs> Yes, turns out people hate uh, when you do that. And I on, I will be honest, I regret it. I should not have done it. And I learned a lot, learned a lot in the past years. I've had been forced to go to counseling and um, confront my anger and my uh, willingness to shock and provoke. And sorry, what, what is your name? Uh, my name is Terry Garcibi. Terry Garcibi. Nice. Mm-hmm. And Which is why I named my son Jerry Garcibi. <laughs> That's right. I mean, right. I, That's right. And what's <laughs> next year? 1996. <laughs> I love the Grateful Dead. That's right. Well, I love most of the members, not one of them. There we go. I love It's really fun to have a kid. You can just fucking make him say and do whatever you want. <laughs> Hey, son! <laughs> Thank you. Because uh, honestly, if I'm so fucking dumb, how come my aunt co founded Harvard? Mm-hmm. Didn't think about that, did you? It's true. It's true. Just last week, <laughs> me and my aunt went down to Boston, and even without a map, we founded it. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. The victim, Sherry O'Tory, found dead at a poetry reading. Today's guest, Mr. Bingo, poet. (laughs) Mr. Bingo, hello. What's up, guys? What's up? Thank you for being here. No problem. Thank you for having me on. I just want to give a big, soft congratulations to Steve on the new (laughs) job. 
And can we just Thanks, point man. out why, oh why, is it called polka dots? It's just regular dots. Anyways, oh, that is that's good. That yeah. is good. Well, unless people are poking them. Well, I guess if it's on underwear. Or if it's one of the specific musicians at your warehouse. Mm, that is true. That is true. Can you the play polka accordion spoons? guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Weird <laughs> Al at my office. <laughs> Um, yeah, what's up? What's up? You're you're a poet. <laughs> I am. I'm a poet. Isn't that cool. crazy? Yeah. <laughs> you did crazy. Is that still crazy to you after all these years? I literally cannot believe it. Every time I read one of my works, I'm just like, I can't even believe all this stuff rhymes. This is insane. So that is the kind of poetry you do then is like the standard I do, rhyming. Yeah, I, I do A, B, A, B. A B. That's the only sort of uh, you know structure that I follow as a poet. Wow! So you don't even get to see. It's always just like two different rhymes the whole poem. Yeah, that's sort of how I've made because everyone is trying to be a little bit more flowery with the language yeah. and a little bit more experimental. But I just but like stick one to the sentence basics. all the way over at the other side of the page and be like, yeah, they've got like it starts a sentence off with you know minuscule letters or whatever instead of um, capital letters and like that kind of stuff just but no but you you do basically just like go dog go <laughs> yeah go dog go we dog. love you <laughs> uh, <laughs> i guess i'm doing go dog go as one line yeah. and then oh, we love okay. you as a second line yeah and then go dog no cuz maybe dog <laughs> got out and then uh you are you <laughs> like he's just being himself kind of so go dog go we love you go dog no you are you wow that's it, one a, of my poems what a cool Beautiful. insight yeah we just saw the process yeah and that's just off Joel the, Embiid. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah that is the joel and joel Embiid of the poetry of we all, all call your it. poems that poem is the joel Embiid of them exactly it's starting off not great, and it's a little bit injured, but in a few years, that poem will be really good. <laughs> I, would you say, given the the rigid nature of your um, poetry writing, do you say you get along with the other poets, or are you you know, a little ostracized by the community? I can tell there's some, some jealousy that I have my thing so figured out. Everybody's kind of looking for their thing, so yeah, I don't really say we get along very well. There's a couple guys I get along with, but for the most part, I'm kind of uh, a lone wolf on my own, you know? So where does the majority of, uh, forgive me for asking, your revenue come from? Is is it like uh, book sales? Is it live performance? Yeah. So a lot of my money comes from uh, other investments that I've made sort of in <laughs> Ethereum and... Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, mostly Ethereum, I should say, because the other investments I made are in um, um, (laughs) You're scrolling on your phone right now. (laughs) Well, I'm looking at the stocks right now. (laughs) I'm trying to see what my other investments are. (laughs) I got an investment here in something called um, bungee cords. (laughs) So that's not doing so well. People well, that stock is just going up and down, up and down constantly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess, I mean, that is kind of poetic in a way. So maybe that's kind of beautiful. 
And honestly, next time it goes high, I am going to sell because <laughs> I, I know what's going to happen next. You know it's going to crash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I also made a big investment into um, the Canada's Got Talent um, showing soon on City TV um, because I do believe Canada's Got Talent. And uh, I'm Are just, you hoping that- you can kind of get a spot on that yourself? I mean, I'm trying to not make it so, you know, it's like if I get a spot on it, cool. If I don't, that's okay. I'm actually just invested in the it for the greater good, you know. But I wouldn't be opposed to being the first poet to win Canada's Got Talent. That would be kind of cool and kind of show people that poetry is important. Can you invest in poetry? Is that a stock option? That, unfortunately, is not a stock option yet. We are too uh, subjective and experimental for it to be a stock option. You can invest in limericks, and you can invest in haikus, but you can't invest in the kind of They don't consider those poetry? No, those are just sentences. I guess they don't go A, B, A, B. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. uh, Those are just other sort of ways of writing, you know? I don't consider, like, a book poetry, you know? I'm here reading like the Bob Odenkirk memoir. I don't consider that poetry, you know. He will be devastated, possibly. But there's no rhyme. There's almost no rhyming. In did it, you so. did you tell him that about like six months ago? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> you know what? Um, fortunately, no. I think that was uh, just a health related <laughs> injury, so it wasn't due to the blow. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was Thank not due God. to the, the blow of hearing that it wasn't poetry. Um, but we are so happy that he's feeling better now. We are. Yes, we love Bob. Yeah, yeah. We are. Yeah, I thought you said love bomb. Um, <laughs> yeah, and also we, are, we would love to love bomb him sometime. <laughs> well, that's how much we are happy he's feeling better. We would like to be toxic and <laughs> love bomb Bob Odenkirk. I can't wait to gaslight you soon, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If he wasn't alive, we couldn't gaslight him. So just be thankful. So you make that's no right. money through poetry? I make no money through poetry. No, I spend a lot of money through poetry, though. On the books? Spending money on, on those books. little books. Yeah, I got the books. I got the pencils. I got the different pages. I got the ink <laughs> for the pencils. You get different pages to put in the books. That's how books yeah. are priced. Exactly. <laughs> you have to yeah. buy just the outsides of it, and then individual pages. Yeah. So it's like when I'm feeling really inspired, it's actually kind of a drain, and I basically have to beg the guy to give me more pages. But. Um, yeah, it's just sort of a lot of expenses. Travel, obviously, to and from the poetry readings. Um, I have to pay where people are they to, come, mainly? to come out. Um, and I, where are you? Well, I am in Los Angeles, California. And Ooh, Hollywood mm, South. Yeah, exactly. Just south of West and East and North Hollywood. <laughs> and I am. Uh, a lot of the poetry readings are actually not here. They're sort of in Joshua Tree. A place where a lot of people like to trip out, you know? It's a very artistic hub. Where is it? What state is Joshua Tree in? That's in California as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is Does that mean a lot of your uh, audience is on ayahuasca or whatever they may be taking? Exactly. Ayahuasca, mushrooms, uh, like, Tylenol, PM. Oh. <laughs> exactly. I am. I am. <laughs> Yeah, that's a maybe. Who are you, man? I feel like I just get much stronger reactions when the crowd is uh, incredibly high on something. 
So you go out to Joshua Tree. Do they expect that a poetry reading is coming? They in a Joshua Tree for sure. They do. They kind of are. <laughs> they are upset if a if a poetry reading is not happening. So it uh, it's kind of yeah, sort of any bar you go to, any restaurant, any club, they uh, expect to read them in clubs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we asked the them DJ. To, like, stop the music. <laughs> yeah, we are, you, are you like the drop for the song? <laughs> Yeah, so it's like a big EDM build up and then I sort of do some rhyming A B A B poetry, uh, just sort of into a, a crowd and I project my voice. There's no microphone or anything. And they're all moshing. <laughs> yeah. They're kind of dancing like a lot of grinding and um, <laughs> you know, people who basically just turned twenty one are getting bottle service and stuff during it. They're doing shots. <laughs> But you also don't make money through doing this. You're you're just doing this for free. <laughs> that yeah, that's sort of that's one of the expenses is that I pay for all the shots and all the alcohol that everybody's <laughs> drinking there as a way to sort of build good faith oh, with them. Yeah. Thank God Ethereum is so up. Exactly. Even though the guy who made it looks a bit weird, it's still going up. I no, is, I don't is he the I, guy I don't know on Time magazine. I think, I think he is the guy on the Time magazine that's cover. Funny. Yeah. Did you see that meme going around, Griffin? No, uh, weird it's looking guy. It's not even a meme, it's just a, a guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but people were roasting him and it was pretty funny. Yeah. He was basically a, a skinny guy. So you got it. Writes itself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys had any more questions or anything. But... Well, let's no, let's get to it. the murder. <laughs> oh, oh, of course, of course. Did you know Sherry Otori? Uh, I knew Sherry a little bit. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan. I thought they were a bit pretentious. If I could oh. say that, yeah. Oh, no, uh, so another poet? Sherry was a poet. Yeah, and uh, they weren't no friend of mine. Let's just say that. I'm curious, what kind of uh, poetry? Uh, they were Sher- performing. Sherry was, yeah, they were really into like experimental poetry, sort of E.E. E. Cummings style. Experimental, experimental Cummings. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, na- the description's so nice. He <laughs> named him the first letter of his uh, <laughs> name twice. <laughs> and and what is that style? Because I'm unfamiliar with poetry, to be honest. Well, it's sort of similar to when you were saying, like, you know, they have a, a word all the way to the side, mm. or like, mm. you know, some words are uh, don't have capital letters where they should, or have capital letters where they shouldn't, or it's all, you How know. How does that translate to live? They go and stand on the other side of the stage or something? They get way bigger, mm. yeah. They get way they bigger. They get way bigger. <laughs> well, if it's like they a big stand letter, on a stool. Yeah. <laughs> they get big when they shouldn't be getting big. Not like exactly. you. You get big at the right times. Exactly. I get big <laughs> at, at the, the beginning of, the of every sentence. <laughs> exactly. That's how you're supposed to read. That's how I learned to read. So I assume everyone is kind of in the same boat. And then when there's a little, you know, period or comma, you kind of do that. Do a little uh, hop with your body. Get into a ball. Yeah. And sort of, I, I learned to read. I learned to read by. Uh, watching that YMCA video. So <laughs> that's sort of just sort of stuck so, with me ever since I was a kid. When, when you're reading one of your poems, are you frantically spelling it with your body? <laughs> yeah, exactly. G-O-D-O-G-G-O. <laughs> yeah. 
it's uh it's why i'm in such good shape as well yeah, yeah now describe your shape for the listeners um cut six three uncircumcised <laughs> Um, but that's and, because you've been practicing your whole life doing the sh- letters. Exactly. That's grew back that's just sort of, it, it, Yeah, exactly. You like move so much it actually causes some some skin tension, and then it, it just sort of grows back. Yeah. <laughs> that's sort so of the, the shape listeners, you've got a pretty good picture in your mind. Yep. Exactly. So Sherry did these like experimental kind kinds of poems. Was mm-hmm. she doing them at the same clubs you were? Yeah, yeah. So she was down in Joshua Tree, and she would hit up, uh, you know, there's like a road circuit uh, to the poetry scene as well. So she'd be up in like Utah, Arizona, sort of small town places. And uh, yeah, we, we would cross paths pretty often. And was there ever confrontation between the two of you? Yeah, there was like some i would say resentment between the two of mm, us because mm. you know we were at, we were doing such different styles i could tell like she didn't like respect the way that i was doing it she thought it was a bit hack basically and that just made me no. so mad <laughs> yeah well i mean this may be sensitive to ask but was uh were they more successful at poetry as far as money goes how do you measure success right exactly exactly critically yes financially yes sort of more respected by her peers yes but in a way that only i would care about which is the abab rhyme scheme she was not as successful at all Mm. way less successful in that way you you were the most successful (laughs) blew her out of the water yeah (laughs) um but yeah she was yes she had a a, a, she was like the golden child of the of the poetry scene you know (laughs) i remember on our on our our first day she told me she's a writer i was like well that's cool what do you write she said i write poetry i'm a i'm a poet I was like, wow, I would love to read one of your poems, which was a lie. But. <laughs> she told me my poems are very personal. They're about my hometown. They're about my father. If anything, I would rather just read it to you. She called my bluff. (laughs) I said, okay, and she got up and she went. There once was a man from Nantucket. (laughs) Whose dick was so long. He could suck. She wrote haikus. The victim. X-Ray. Found dead at a game studio. Today's guest. Pierre Uff. Video game designer who found the body. Pierre, hello. 
Hey. Hey, was I anglicizing that in a bad way? Oof? Oof? No, it's pronounced oof. It's oof. Uh, French for egg. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, is that w- where the name comes from? It comes from my parents who... Were, <laughs> oh, they just, I, they gave you a last name. Yeah. I mean, they named me after their last name. Right. I love them so much. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to them. Please. Please. Shout out mom and dad. What are their names? Their names are Mr. and Mrs. Uh, 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 oh. No. No. <laughs> what are you what are you thinking of? <laughs> I'm just trying to build up the tension because they have so <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we might have given it away already to people. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, no, their names are Nick and Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so you know French. Uh, I, 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 yes, French. I am French. Yeah. Ah, bonjour. Hello. Comment, ça va. Uh, good. A, and you, a two, a two brute. Oh, Griffin in French. Mm. Uh, <laughs> ça va. Bien. Oh. Et je m'appelle Pierre. <laughs> We're pretty good, but we don't want to, uh, yeah. you know, isolate our listeners. Obviously, they didn't know what the hell was just going on there. Yes, yeah, so sorry about that. For should, those who don't know French. Yeah, we should get back to English for all of them. Uh, subtitles on that part of the podcast. We will. I think all of our podcasts are subtitled now. Yeah, they all come with subtitles, and of course, we will be posting pictures of loose batteries and a Christmas tree if you follow our social yeah. media account. There's a full transcript that we release for every episode as well. Uh, now, you are, you are a video game designer. I am. I love to design video games. <laughs> No, is this a, is this at a big studio like EA or is this more an indie production? This is an indie one. It's called EF, and <laughs> it's just sort of around the corner from where EA is. And we look in the trash all the time to see what the kind of stuff they're throwing out to see maybe if we can come up with. So your games are just discarded EA games. Yeah. So sometimes you'll release it; it'll be half finished. Yeah, and then sometimes if we know how to. F- finish the rest of it we'll do it but a lot of the times it's mostly people volunteer based so we don't really want to do you know a lot of work we're volunteering our time right you've already had to dig through trash for a day that's the job exactly the job is way more about the trash than the video games i guess and so when you say you love to design video games you love to rummage through the garbage yeah i like the idea of having people think that i'm creative but really i just rummage through garbage all day and that's my true passion do you have a favorite game yeah, I guess it's when I go to this big garbage bin and sort of go through all these old papers and sort of gross, smelly garbage bags. And then I just uh, imagine about a game where it's a <laughs> it's a guy who looks like me and he's a hero and a lot of people like him and he's really cool and he kills uh, this one really mean guy. Who? Who does he kill? Nick Oof. I mean, your mom slash dad. One of your parents. Yeah, I guess. I guess it is. That is my parents' name. I never put it together, but is. Uh, do you like one of the Nick Oofs better than the other? <laughs> yeah, I love my mom. I fucking hate my fucking dad, but I love my mom. <laughs> so she is not the Nick Oof in question in this video game. No, she's awesome. She she actually is the prize that you can win in the video game. <laughs> oh, so good. Your goal good. of the game is for you to kill your dad and win your mom. Yeah. <laughs> so that's your ideal game. <laughs> I mean, once I start my own studio, that's what I'm going to try to Is that focus the goal? On. Yeah, I want to build my own studio. Amazing. Yeah. But this this means that you have to find a discarded EA game that already kind of fits your framework. 
and it hasn't happened yet. And <laughs> I'm just, you know, that's why you go into work every day. And it's so rewarding because you never know what you're going to find. Well, like a box of chocolates. Yeah, something I found one of those once. <laughs> Real good. <laughs> think it, what, what is the name of your studio? EF. EF, that's right, yeah. that's right. Oof. Uh, similar. Yeah. It is similar. That was on purpose. And I. that's not oh, a you named it. coincidence. No. Or you got hired because your name was similar to it. I got hired because the guy was like, okay, you. this is this will be funny to tell on a podcast one day. <laughs> he was right. And the, is that guy you? Uh, no, I don't have my own studio yet. Remember, oh, I'm okay, right, to, right. Yeah. That guy was... What is the last game you guys put out? It was called Juji and the Bees. Jew? G and Juji the is bees. one word. Okay. J-U-J-I. This isn't a Jewish letter. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Juji is much different than the other kind of G. <laughs> the Gentile G. <laughs> so, uh, sorry. Juji and the Bees. Yeah. And okay, so tell me like, about this game. Is that anything like Aquila and the Bee? Oh, yeah. Uh, what's Aquila and the Bee? A girl and a spelling bee, I think. Okay, no, this is more just like the animal bees, and they are chasing Juji, who's a big, big monster who looks like Bowser from Mario. Are you playing as Juji, or are you playing as the bees? See, that's a thing we could never figure out, so you kind of just are watching the game. <laughs> this is just a video. This is a cartoon that you can't interact with. <laughs> yeah. But it's awesome. It's so good. Um, so does your controller do anything during it? or The controller that we have supplied with the game actually does not work, and it is sort of cardboard in nature. So is this isn't for a system. This is just a video that you can download? and Yeah, it's on YouTube. And it's mostly, I guess, for you know experimental. It's like an experimental game a lot of people are saying. Right. And uh, how much of this was already completed by EA? <laughs> I'd say 99%. <laughs> it was my idea to make the controller cardboard and to package so, that. Oh, so this was originally a playable game. <laughs> and the modification you guys made to it was you took away the controls. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, probably found that cardboard in the trash, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so we were kind of using all the elements that we found that day to make it an immersive experience That's for, good. The, for the user. Yeah, it's like a VR thing. And uh, X-Ray is one of the other designers there? Yeah. X-Ray was such a good guy. He was really quiet, kept to himself, but he had on these big glasses all the time. That's why we called him X-Ray. Because um, he used to have now, Ray-Bans, th- and then he got rid of them. So he was an X-Ray wearer. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. These aren't the kind you would find in like an Archie comic. These were just sunglasses. Yeah, they were aviator sunglasses. They were transition <laughs> lenses, too. So when he was outside, you know, they'd be like real dark, and he goes inside, and then they lighten up, I guess. <laughs> And now he is an ex-X-Ray, as he is dead. Uh, right, yeah, he's dead. You were the one who found the body? I found him, yeah. Was this in the offices? It was in the offices. Now, you guys must have a cool uh, workspace, I imagine, being a video game yeah, company. Is it like a Google? Yeah, it's like all about open space. Right. And no furniture. There's no furniture. We all no sit. No desks. Yeah, we have a standing rule where if you you we like don't have a standing desk, we just have to hold our laptops up and stand <laughs> as we use it. You can't sit down and work because it's just better for your back. <laughs> Thank God, there's almost no computer work in the office. Yeah, truly. Uh, and well, someone has to big... upload the video, I guess. <laughs> Pardon? Someone has to upload the video to YouTube. Yeah, so we need to have internet there available just yeah. in case we need to upload shit. But or email, we have to email all the time. Oh, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who? 
Well, I just like sign up for lists, <laughs> <laughs> email lists. So I just want to check that I'm still on them. <laughs> it really hurts my feelings. They haven't unsubscribed to you. <laughs> yeah, I've had that happen so many times where companies have stopped sending me emails because they don't want my you, your they, eyes all over them. You reply to all of them. I reply. Going, Thanks so much for sending me this. <laughs> sucks that when they take me off, but. So I'll you, find new ones. <laughs> did you find X-Ray in this big open space? I found him in the bathroom. In the bathroom? Mm. So uh, was this near the beginning of the day? Yeah, it was like I came into work and said hi to my boss, and then I went to go to the bathroom for a private reason, and then I saw X-Ray standing there. Not standing. standing. No, no, I shouldn't say standing. I guess I was just thinking of standing because of all the computer talk we were talking about. Yeah. He was on the ground. His sort of legs were hunched over his head, and he had a gun in his ass. He had a, sorry, a gun in his ass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, okay, what let's do you go mean, back lay, to the first lay, thing you yeah, said. Legs yeah. hunched legs. over head. What, like, is it, what, what does that I, mean? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, okay, you know, in if you watch a movie of hardcore porn... <laughs> And they have a move called like the pile driver or something. <laughs> on top. And he's sort of contorting his dick straight down. Into... For the listener, you're missing out on the hand movements. <laughs> he's like, it's a truly a 90 degree angle down straight. And okay. then the, the whoever he's having sex with, uh, they're like on their right. back and their legs are like. So back. you're on your back, yeah, and your legs are are pulled up uh, almost over your head to yeah. your shoulders. Yeah, exactly. so he was lying on his back on the floor. Mm-hmm. Okay, back, then, but with his legs up and a gun in his. And ass. now you yeah. say gun in his ass. Yeah. Was he in the nude? Yeah. So he was fully nude. Did he still have a shirt, or was it just pants down? <laughs> yeah, had on a little tie. <laughs> A it. little tie. Yeah, like one from he Gilbert. Was, so this guy was dressed <laughs> as <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about it like that. But yeah. Well, yeah, he's a video game fan, obviously, yeah, so that exactly. makes okay. sense. So a little <laughs> tie. And you could see that there was a gun in his ass. Now, is this... Uh, What's what would Pistol. the end of the gun oh, be called? Oh, barrel. Uh, was that was it barrel you first with like the trigger uh, outside, or was it the other way around where the barrel was pointing out of his ass, ready oh, to shoot true. you? No, the barrel was in his in his butt. And right, then, like, but yeah, did it look like it already been fired? It looked like I suppose you wouldn't even recognize him probably at that point. Who knows what a gun in your ass does? But which one did you shoot through you? Well, it depends. I guess it depends on the angle. It might exit through your stomach. It might exit through your back, depending Uh, on how it's uh, angled. It might go yeah right up top of your head if you if you have a good enough aim. So I saw him. There was no blood or anything. Mm. uh, But the gun. It looked like it had been fired. I. But I mean, I just. I, I'm I'm using my intuition. I yeah. Guess. So without without blood, mm-hmm. your guess is just that because he's dead, you're assuming it was fired. Exactly. I was like, well, mm. he would. N- normally he's alive. Right. And well, and normally he doesn't have a gun in his ass. What are the two different things here? Maybe he, they're related. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like putting one and one together. Did he normally yeah. wear the tie? 
<laughs> Did he normally wear the tie? Yeah, but he also wore a bigger tie on top of it, so you couldn't always see it. Oh, oh okay. so you, okay. Well, mm-hmm. uh, ties normally come with a smaller uh, baby tie underneath. <laughs> you have to tuck in the back. Yeah, the second tie. So he didn't have to build this himself like he usually did. Yeah, that's interesting. That um, <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I'm curious about your boss, because you mentioned you said hi to your boss. They were obviously there before you yeah. that day. Tell us a little bit about your boss. My boss is awesome. His name is Kevin. He gets there early every day to set up work. And what, what does that entail? What's the set up in this empty room? I guess he just sort of sweeps the dust <laughs> with his hands. Yeah, yeah we, don't have a, we don't have a broom or anything. He sort of gets on all fours and he kind of just sweeps wipes it out. Wipes it around. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, he has been working there. He, <laughs> he started, sounds awesome. He's, <laughs> you guys have got to meet him. He actually has been working there. He started it. So his initials, I think, are EF. Mm. And Kevin. What? <laughs> did I say his name was Kevin? You did. All right. So maybe there's another reason. Well, maybe the E he, is the E in Kevin. Right. He did always, I could tell when he said his name, he always made that uh, a majuscule. He made that a big one. <laughs> Letter. What's that called? Capitalized it. (laughs) (laughs) Majuscule. That's my. That's my French. uh, You know. Is that is that what capitalization is in in French? There's like majuscule and minuscule, which is which is big and like you know big letters and small. Capitalized and not. And then there was also the majuscule. Oh, lowercase. There was the majuscule bus, which was actually (laughs) no, but that's kind of funny though. The capitalized (laughs) school bus. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so his name was Kevin, and yeah, he's there. He's there every day, wiping up the dust, wiping up the dust, making and, sure we have a good environment to work in. And do you, when you said hi to him, it seemed normal. It it looked like he hadn't been to the bathroom. Hands were all dusty when he went back. <laughs> no, so oh, he so hadn't he washed hadn't them. Washed them yet? No, totally normal. Which you have to do when you go to the bathroom. That's so we know well, he wasn't it, there. It's that's a probably employee policy. Right. We have a big thing on the wall that says... <laughs> you keep uh, having to put up bigger and bigger signs. <laughs> yeah. And it just says, uh, keep calm and carry on. And you, as- and you assume that's about washing your hands. Yeah. I take it as a sign of like, we need to wash our hands and we need to remain calm while we do so. <laughs> yeah. That's been an issue. People freaking out. <laughs> yeah. The water is so hot <laughs> in the bathroom. And then, wait, that's in, the, in the toilet as well. <laughs> wow, how do you know the temperature? You, know you go in and you see the toilet. And it has all the, oh, it's the heat oh, it's, it's like a hot is it tub. Boiling it's this toiling. toilet. Boiling. <laughs> it's boiling. That can't smell good. No, but he says it like you know. D- some sort of thing of purifying the liquids and the waste. Right, I suppose Wait, it, it would. So he doesn't get rid of like it. It doesn't flush. It, instead, he just boils it. <laughs> no, it still flushes. But he's like, it's better. It's just better if we do it this way. So. <laughs> oh, this is his, you know, preference. Yeah, it's. Has he preference. modified these toilets? I got to imagine. Like, <laughs> I've never seen another toilet like that. Oh, but you, but it's not apparent how he makes them boil. There's no like fire or anything. It doesn't look any different from any toilet. Just mm. hot water. Other than that, it's bubbling and gurgling and spraying steam everywhere. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> God, God, God help you if you clog it and it just fucking goes all over the ground and your feet. Hurts. <laughs> I mean... What is the last time you had seen X-Ray? Uh, it would have been... So this was the Monday, and so I guess... Ugh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was already fucking really mad going into it. You work. already had a, a you like, case of the Mondays. You like yeah. work, though. You love doing this. You love rummaging through trash. <laughs> I know, but I prefer to do it on my own. I rummage through trash Saturday, Sunday, too. That's on my own my own time. You're working. Are you still looking for games or 
That's, just muscle memory on the weekends. That I'm just sort of trying to get prepared for the work week because I right. do love work. I just hate Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. kind of a classic. You know, a lot of people have issues with Monday. Yeah, but love lasagna. But love lasagna. And last time I saw X-Ray, I guess, was Friday night. Mm. Okay. We had like a work party. Oh. oh. Ten people. We oh. were celebrating Hanukkah because we're all Jewish. <laughs> Jewgees. We're all Jewgees <laughs> who work there. And so it was a big Hanukkah party. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And was this, did this occur on the last night of Hanukkah or the first night of Hanukkah? Uh, this actually occurred on the eighth and final night of Hanukkah. The right. eighth crazy night, if you must. Do you guys mm, get I each must. other gifts every night or do you just do one big one? We do secret uh, Hanukkah, like secret Santa. <laughs> Who's the Santa of Hanukkah? That's a good I question. They say ha- Hanukkah Harry is a person. Oh, I, I actually, that was in my family as well. See, there you go. Yeah. Um, What's the lore of Hanukkah Harry? I think it was literally made up to combat Santa. Santa yeah. I think Jewish kids were sad that they didn't have like a very pop culture. Yeah, but did, did, so there's there's I, I know almost of... no lore about Hanukkah Harry. I don't know what he looks like. But I don't look know what he drives during the. I think he basically is like Santa, but he wears a blue suit and he's got like a black beard instead of a white beard. <laughs> Sounds like a pirate. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Eliminate that. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> Eliminate that. <laughs> uh, what are you doing here? I came to uh, see you. Oh, awesome. Just wanted to make sure you were doing all right. I'm doing good. I'm, you know, obviously it was pretty jarring to right, see. You ran off and yeah. uh, you seem very shaken. <gasps> Have you? Do you know uh oh. So when he ran off, where where was he running? Out of the bathroom? Washroom, and I promptly called the police. Oh, okay. I don't Mm. know if you know this, but a member of my staff had a gun in his ass. Yeah, and he was dead. (laughs) I was more concerned with company property in his ass. That was the company gun. Yes, break glass in case of you need a gun. (laughs) Have you guys ever broken the glass before? Well, no one had. I never needed to check it. (laughs) Was broken. Yeah. Wow. Someone had taken the company gun. Someone had broken the glass, taken the gun. Now it you was were... only to be used in case EA came over and tried to start a gang war. <laughs> That's right. We were, we were always warned by Kevin right. about all the you know gang shit that could happen That's with why EA. there's no desks. That's why we always stand ready at all times. Right. And like a warrior. His laptop. Everyone's laptop member, I gave you the case when you were hired. Yeah. Very sturdy case. Oh, in case you need to whack someone. You can close it. it and use it as a weapon. Mm-hmm. Right. Smart thinking. Or Thank the you. gun. Well, sometimes you're gun, not though. close to the gun. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the gun kept? On the far side of the room. On the far side of the room. So away from your, I guess. And by uh, when you described his office, is that just one section of the big empty room? Yeah. Right. Yes. It's just one again. It's open concept. Thank you for calling it an office. Well, yeah. I you know it's your area. I wouldn't right. go in there. I pretend I like I like knock on a fake door and stuff <laughs> if I ever have to go in. I just try to keep up appearances. We want to make it seem like a professional we're, environment. We're a real company. Yeah. <laughs> so when you got into work that day, right early to sweep up. Always was the glass already broken? Hmm. Come to think of it, it must have been. I swept up glass and got my hands all bloody. <laughs> so you're yeah, sweeping up all the broken glass with I your bare hands. I didn't think where the glass had come from. <laughs> you I didn't thought, look up. No, 
I only look on the floor where I'm sweeping. <laughs> but you hadn't been into the bathroom until you saw Pierre run out. Right. Okay. No one is the last time you had seen X-Ray. Were you at this Hanukkah party? Right, yes. I was absolutely plastered at the Hanukkah party. Oh, Thank uh, you for coming. I'm glad you had fun. I had a were, great were you time. you said cereal? Oh, I kept talking about the cereal I'd had that morning. It got in my head. What is that why you left? Yeah, I, I went felt to go- bad as soon as he left. <laughs> I was just like, I gotta get me. He was talking about this like dry cornflakes or something. Yes, I like, like to eat my cornflakes dry. <laughs> Wait, so this is a special kind of cornflake that's even drier? It, it even soaks drier. up the milk and it yeah. stays dry. <laughs> <laughs> you pour, doesn't matter how much milk you pour, it stays completely dry. Yes. Bone dry. Wow. Super dry cornflakes. <laughs> yeah. And you thought, I gotta have that. I just wanted I was like, that would be cool. <laughs> and what did you think? It was cool. Right. Yeah. Happy I went. Well, we were sorry to see you go. How late did you stay? The party kept rocking until, well, two in the morning. Ah, uh, last call. No. Last call for some places in Toronto. Right. Well, uh, Nuit Blanche, maybe. Yeah. Does that coincide with Hanukkah? No. Do they ever line up? I know they can both jump around, <laughs> just uh, like Christmas. Right. I think Nuit Blanche is uh, always uh, on October 31st or something. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Because, yeah, you got to dress up for it. Right, exactly. Right. You dress candy. up as your favorite art. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite art. <laughs> <laughs> And yes. was was he there till two as well? He shut it down. He shut it down. Having so he was the one who said last call. He said everybody out, out. Get out. You're done for the night. He shoot everybody out. Yes, it was his bar. Oh, he owns a bar. Yes. Yeah, I thought I said that. What is his bar called? His bar is called Barbie. <laughs> now, is that, again, I should ask what the letter is here. Is that Barbie like the doll or is this bar B? No, is this Barbie like the doll? Okay. He was obsessed with Barbie dolls. <laughs> so, so it was a themed bar. Yeah, you right. had to dress like a Barbie doll to go in. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, that's strict a dress code. Yes. Yeah, he was now, real obsessed. Now, now I... dressing like a Barbie, she just wears regular clothes, doesn't she? Yeah, but she got blonde hair. Oh, okay. You have to so say, you're just going with a blonde wig. Unless you're already blonde. <laughs> then you, you can just get in for you free. You do have to say what Barbie you are when you show up. Yeah, that's true. Oh, true. Like Dream dream House or Race Car. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought for this time, perhaps we wouldn't do the Hanukkah party, but he offered us very cheap discounts at the bar. Mm-hmm. It felt like kind of odd to be all dressed as Barbie for a Hanukkah celebration. Oh, yeah. How did you guys dress up? What Barbies did you choose? I was Jewish Barbie. And I was a rock climbing Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) Both apt for Hanukkah. Right. Yeah. Mine was also a rock climber, like on her spare time, but mostly just Jewish. But but the main thing about her is that she was Jewish. Is that she was always praying to Under the helmet. (laughs) (laughs) How do you, how does Jewish Barbie dress? So kind of you just have the kippa on and then you have like a big bathing blonde suit, wig. a big blonde <laughs> wig <laughs> and you are just uh you know all you have a big magen david on your necklace and and is that star the... of david okay yeah and you are riding a horse so you showed up to the bar riding a horse bathing suit big blonde wig kippa. 
and Megan David uh, necklace. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Before oh, someone see. said cereal and you rode back out. <laughs> I well, had to get out of the there. The time he was there, the life of the party. Yeah, what, what, you. And you were rock climbing Barbie. Right. How does rock climbing Barbie dress? She's got on a helmet underneath a yarmulke. <laughs> right. All Barbies are Jewish. Yes. <laughs> at this party. Yeah. A big blonde wig, very tiny shorts, and an even tinier top. <laughs> were you riding anything? I came in holding a bag of rocks. <laughs> 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 and you're like, I'm going to climb these. Well, I couldn't bring actual climbing rocks. <laughs> Too big a prop. Yeah. He shut it down. He seemed still sober? No, he was absolutely hammered. Okay. Was he dressed as a Barbie? Right, yes. What Barbie was he dressed as? I'm trying to remember. A big blonde no. wig. He definitely had the big blonde wig. Because yeah, my question is, could it have been Donkey Kong Barbie at all? That's right. Oh. He had a big blonde wig mm-hmm. and his little tie. <laughs> and he sort of, you know, jumped around as if he was angry. He <laughs> threw <laughs> barrels at people? <laughs> yeah. It was a bar, so they had it's barrels of bar. whiskey and yeah. stuff. He, can yeah. throw he threw full barrels of whiskey at people. Mm-hmm. They shattered on the ground, spilled everywhere. This was his bar. It's his bar. It's he can do what he wants. He kept saying that, too. He said, this is my bar, my rules. I do what I want. <laughs> Barbies for Everybody life. out. <laughs> Yeah, every, yeah, and then when it was two, I mean, I wasn't there for that, but I did. But I, 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 I texted you. You texted me, and I read it, and I was like, I bet he's. What did you that. text? Like he just told us to get out. <laughs> yeah, I said he just kicked us out. Yeah, he did in quotes. It's my bar. Everybody get out. It's two, and then he put dash, and he put X-ray, X-ray. <laughs> Hitler was also actually a grammar Nazi. <laughs> He uh, he killed my grammar. <laughs> and and also my grandpa. That joke, that joke does feel disrespectful. <laughs> but I know if my grandparents could see the smile <laughs> on your guys' faces right now. <laughs> they would do it all over again. <laughs> The victim, Mohammed Madonna, famous boxer, found dead before their match. Today's guests, Smarmy Marvin, boxing promoter, and his client, Jerry McClintock. Boys, welcome. How's it going, man? Hey, oh, Smarmy Marvin, that's the first we've heard from you. Yeah. You were polite. Yeah, it was... What, how an intro goes. I know it's a big iTunes debut. I didn't want to uh, interfere with that with you guys, you know? Wow. Thank you. Thank There's you. one thing promoters are known for. It's keeping quiet. <laughs> I uh, let my, you know... 
athletes do the talking and then I just sort of sit back, collect a paycheck. Right. So what do, what do you actually do as a <laughs> boxing promoter? Terrible, terrible promoter. <laughs> I will admit it's unorthodox. I actually try to do the opposite of promoting as a promoter. If everyone's promoting, don't the go, smart thing Don't go to, to this match. Yeah, he, exactly. He writes <laughs> out... I, I put out events that are on the same night uh, <laughs> and competing and also other boxing, uh, you know, fans will go to so you'll schedule like while there's like a big boxing match in town yeah i'll schedule a bunch of back of some tavern yeah and then i'll schedule uh a bunch of other boxing matches higher profile and uh cheaper tickets how many clients do you have i just have one it's just jerry yeah it's just jerry yeah it's unbelievable yeah draws fake maps and drops them all over town for people to try to find the venue yeah (laughs) very confusing now why have you kept on marvin as a promoter then Oh, oh, I thought, like, I've never really thought about it before. Yeah, I guess I could just fire him, couldn't I? You could. My boxers are very easy to uh, convince to do things. Their uh, brains have been, uh, (laughs) you know, punished into what I assume is a kind of mush. Hey, nice to meet you. Hey, Jerry, good to see you again. Uh, I just need that check. Oh, how many zeros this time, boss? (laughs) Uh, Just, you know, until you get tired. Oh, I won't take long. My hands are so arthritic. Okay. How, how old are you, Jerry? I'm uh I'd like to say I'm eighty eight, but I'm feeling eighty great. You should have said Or well, Grady Great. That's what I was gonna say. For next time we can say Grady Great. You put that and on You're the, the promoter. Yeah. This is iTunes, we can edit the Grady Great in there. Okay, right let now. me do take two. Um can you eighty eight sorry. Can yeah. you slate, slate for please? us? Oh sorry. Uh my name is Jerry McClintock. I'm with characters. Alright. <laughs> uh Hey, my name's Jerry McClintock. I'm 88, but I'm feeling greaty great. See, that was much better. Yeah, we all agree. Good. Yeah, that's that can good. be a radio ad for uh, the next fight, perhaps. Well, you probably don't put out ads. Well, exactly. I convinced him that we record them, and they cost a lot of money to produce, and then I never actually release them to any public thing except in my own little basement. Very smart. How little is your basement? Oh, very tiny. It just fits my own foot. <laughs> oh, it's a shoebox, actually. Big enough. <laughs> Uh, Why does your shoebox only fit one foot? Yeah, I feel like you get both feet in there. You probably get both in there. I don't have a real shoebox. It's half a shoebox. The other half is uh, where I draw those little maps on. So that's why I cut it up. <laughs> you have to rip up the cardboard and draw some little maps on. Exactly. Right? Got to save I'll money honest, where you can. The maps. There were only two maps, and he just threw them on the ground. It probably didn't distract anybody, but you never know. <laughs> But if it worked for even one person. Yeah, you know? if even one person didn't go to Cherry's match. It'll be worth it. It's Listen, guys, it. I'm feeling greedy great. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about Muhammad Madonna. Oh. Muhammad Madonna. Oh, that's gonna get hard. Muhammad Madonna. Just don't say it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so we <are> talking about <laughs> <laughs> So uh, they were supposed to fight you. Yes. Jerry. Jerry. Mar- yeah. And, and what's yeah, this? Not an, you, Marvin. Um, no one's fighting you. <laughs> no. I'm glad no. you used they. Because as we all know, Muhammad Madonna was there woman was a man twins. and a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember. Oh yeah. <laughs> that that must have been a difficult fight for you then well, going you, in. That's... You didn't go into the fight. No, like, I was scared. Oh. Four gloves? How do you defend against four gloves? So, Got a duck. So you had never fought they before. No, I never thought they. <laughs> and so was this match any bigger than any other matches, or was this just you know one of the fights? Well, it's hard to say. You know, like when I first started boxing, there were never any bigger fights because we would always go, you know, at least forty-four rounds. 
But as you know, time goes on. People's attention spans get lower and lower. People demand that their boxers have religious iconology as their names. The boxers might have got a little bit shorter. Uh, instead of going uh, seven rounds, they'd want it to go great rounds. Uh, you Pieces know, of shit. your face are flying off as you talk. Oh, oh, my face. Oh, God, I pick it up now. Oh, God. Give me a minute. You can see why I wanted to work with him. He's uh, such a good self-promoter that it really makes my job quite easy. Yeah. Well, he hasn't given himself a religious iconography. Well, we if you lean towards any religion, you sort of exclude all the others. So we figured if we just played it safe, we would have the whole market of the world. And you do. Yep. The whole world's behind you, right, Jerry? Oh, definitely. I mean, I briefly changed my name to Ganesh, Mr. Jewish Man. Uh, but uh, It sounded too Jewish to me. Yeah, it sounded too Jewish, which is fine. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing wrong Is with it. Is there such a thing as too Jewish, you know? I think Jewish people are great. <laughs> mm. That's a good way Marvin? to... Marvin? Uh, I would say as long as they're not too Jewish, <laughs> then they're fine in my books, you know? Okay, so... It... I married a Jewish woman. How'd that oh. work out? Oh, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yep. She, she, and she's okay with you spending your whole life with all this violence surrounding you. I'll be honest. She's dead. Oh, oh. So I she, she, she is okay with it now, I guess. Well, she killed herself because of the violence, so <laughs> that seems like adding no would violence. probably be the answer to if she was okay with it. How long have you been fighting for? I've been fighting since 1933. All right, well, we don't need to do the math on that. No, nope, just, <laughs> just assume I like... was alive for when I started fighting. <laughs> that seems like the, uh, not quite right, but all right. <laughs> It seems like you've been about, fighting since I think, you're like... No, I think if, if if he started at a young age, I think we're okay. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, oh, okay. too young. Oh, hey, well, it was Welcome to the streets of Brooklyn. You grew oh, up in thank Brooklyn. You. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and thank you for welcoming us yeah, here. Uh, we so are nice. now, at, because we're on iTunes, uh, we figured it would be best if we recorded on the middle of the street in Brooklyn. Yes, some kids are playing yeah. baseball around us. We got So if you hear, like, any angry shouts at us, mm-hmm. uh, that's just Brooklyn, man. Yeah, sometimes the fire hydrant bursts and everyone gets to play in it, and it's kind of fun on a hot summer day. Are you a Brooklyn native as well, Marvin? I've never been to Brooklyn. It's my first time here. I love it so far. Too many Jews, but... <laughs> Hey. No, no, too many too Jewish people. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. And where are you from? I'm from Appleton, Wisconsin. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> a small town boy. Yeah, small town boy. Explains your overalls and your farmer's hat. Yeah, thanks. I have this piece of straw coming out of my mouth right now, <laughs> and uh, it just makes me takes me back to when I used to be. Uh, Is it the same piece of straw? You never changed that out. Same piece of straw. Tastes uh, great. I wish it was a piece of hay, I'll be honest, but oh. uh, all I have is hay this is plastic crazy straw that I have coming out of my mouth. <laughs> Look at all the loops. <laughs> that is a crazy straw. That's got to be like two, three loops. Yeah, that's not bad. That straw's fun. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I give it to... Jerry? Jerry. You know your only know. client's name. <laughs> I mean, uh, you are not a great promoter. <laughs> no, he's terrible, but he's got great straws. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What's more important for a boxing promoter than having one crazy straw with two loops? <laughs> that two you can three loops. Two or three sometimes, depending on if you... It's malleability, you know? <laughs> yeah, how much you can scrunch it. Yeah, it's, it's scrunchability. scrunchability. Yeah, oh, there we go. Man, I love that straw. <laughs> So, so getting back to Muhammad Madonna, they they were found. I don't I don't know where were they discovered. Where were was this at the ring? Uh, it wasn't at the ring. It was backstage. Backstage. Mm. It was backstage. Uh, well, you know, I before every fight, I'd like to go over, knock on the door, and wish them good luck. Uh, and then uh, when That's I woke very up, nice of you. Oh, I'm a very nice man. He's <laughs> a gentleman. I hope That's why win. he hasn't ever fired me. He's too nice. I uh, just too nice. 
what can I say? He's like a son to me. Hey, what can I say? I'm like a son to him, I guess. That's what he said, so that's what I'm going to say. What can you say what he said? Yeah, that's you know what I'm what? saying. He's just such a shitty fucking promoter. <laughs> he doesn't even change or, or hey, glam hey. up anything I say. Jerry, check this out. <laughs> oh, okay. How many zeros on this check? <laughs> oh, I don't know if the listeners can see. Probably not. No, I'm gonna say. No. I'm gonna go ahead and say <laughs> well, no. On uh, iTunes, can you see no? They, uh, I don't know how iTunes works. Maybe they're watching. Yeah, they might be. Well, there was one hell of a straw getting blown into. <laughs> it's got to be like two, three loops. Oh, so <laughs> you many loops. blew into it. That's what that was. <laughs> well, yeah, Jerry. Spit was flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. You know, I know what he likes. I keep him happy, even though I don't uh, serve him any actual it, good do, purposes. Do you make any money? Oh, I make I make a lot of oh, money. Oh yeah, sorry. You make a lot of money. I make a lot. Jerry, do you see any money? I don't. But I see uh I see a lot of uh you know, I see a lot of perks. You know, a lot I see of perks. a lot of perks. Yep. I'm a big fan of puzzles. <laughs> uh the more pieces the better, I always say. Right. He always gives me a puzzle before the fight to try to figure out. And that's what I thought when I went into the locker room. Yeah, you I, go into Wish Them Luck. I open the door and I see all these puzzle pieces all over the floor. So I start putting them together, and after a couple minutes, I figure out, hey, these are pieces of a people. So they were in pieces. They were in pieces all over the floor, all over the walls, all over the ceiling. <laughs> were they in, were they cut into jigsaws that at least looked like a puzzle? No. <laughs> the first clue was one of the pieces of the puzzle was a human hand. Right, so that's... Wait, it took you to pick up a couple of these before you realized these are pieces of people? Honestly, I was covered in blood when the police showed up. It looked bad. <laughs> yeah, how did you talk your way out of that one? I got the straw out and distracted them and walked away. Scott Clean! You know, say what you will about this guy, but his straw comes in handy when you need it most. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I was there. I was watching him do all this the entire time. You were just standing in the doorway watching him play with pieces of people. Yeah, sort of leaning on the, the frame of the door. Okay. Oh, and that's I had, like, pretty cool. Oh, very cool. Very yeah, cool. And I sort of flicked it. But you point. didn't stop him from... No, well, I, a guy loves puzzles. I thought it was a puzzle, too. I oh, wasn't, you were also fooled. Yeah, well, I wasn't really paying attention. I was looking on my phone. Oh, okay. Whoa, cigarette, phone, lean? Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, what can I say? I was looking at pictures of uh, hot chicks. <laughs> that is really cool. It's hard to pay attention to stuff going yeah. around you when so many but, hot chicks in your phone. So you're smoking, but then you also breathe through the straw at the same time. Yeah, they exactly. Cool. I... I Smoke one and then I take it. Or a, you stick the cigarette in the end of the straw. Oh, yeah. That's you, what I Like do. a twirly Corella DeVille style. Yeah. Blonde. I'm like a very cool breakfast at Tiffany's kind of, uh, nice. kind of man. Boxing promoter. Boxing promoter. <laughs> I got an electric toothbrush trying to get hotter. It's working. I'm hotter. <laughs> electric toothbrush. It is so much better than my old gas toothbrush. <laughs> The victim, Taylor Milky, found dead in the subway tunnel. Today's guest, Doug Water, TTC worker who discovered the body. Doug, hello. Hi there, guys. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How nice. About... You look uh, chipper? Yeah, I'm thrilled. I love driving the TTC. You drive I... the TTC? Well, I drive the bus, I drive the subway. Oh, you do? You, you kind of rotate around through all three... This yeah, bus, subway, streetcar. Yeah, I'm kind of an expert at every uh, TTC vehicle that we have. Now, for those uh, listeners who are unfortunate enough to be outside Toronto, mm-hmm. what is greatest the greatest city in the world? Let me say. And recently voted. Congratulations, TTC. Someone somewhere voted that 
you guys have we have the best transit system yeah so congratulations so that, that, i'm assuming that was you who that, chose that no but i was thrilled to see it the decision was between the ttc in 2017 or the uh auschwitz you know yeah no, we public know. transit in 1940 1940 and we edged them out by just a little bit <laughs> and so sorry what, what is the ttc TTC stands for Toronto Transit Cars. Okay. Because everything is technically a car, whether it's a streetcar or a subway. Car. Car. Bus car. Or a bus car. Which is really, a bus is really just a large car if you think about it. If you think about it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just spent some time at the uh, Georgian Bay and I hit my head on a bunch of rocks. So I think my accent's a little bit effed up. You were, you were vacationing for a bit? Yeah, I was taking my two weeks off of the TTC. So how long have you worked with the TTC for? About 20 years now. Wow, okay, so a veteran, you know the system inside and out. Mm-hmm. And you found this body before you took a vacation, so this was a little while ago? Yeah, I took. I found the body, and I just thought that was so friggin' gross that I needed to get out there, get to the nice fresh water of Georgian Bay, and just hit my head on some rocks. <laughs> Just to help me forget, too. <laughs> it was so scarring. Well, I, ho- I hope you still remember some of it. I remember everything. It's uh, etched in my mind, like uh, those TTC Sketch the Line posters. Were those you? Those were not me, but I- I'm the guy sleeping in all of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just, that gross, disgusting, like, blob of a man. That's you me. know what? Oh, I, yeah. Now that, Wait, yeah. do the pose? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> See, if you guys thought the picture was horrible as a cartoon, it's bad in real life. IRL. <laughs> so You're you found hip. it uh, in the in the subways. Yeah, I found it in, underneath uh, Spadina Station. Underneath the station. Sorry, I mean like where the subways go Un- in the tunnels. Oh, I see. Which underneath, is underneath the station. Which is underneath the station, You're underneath right. the streets. Well, yeah. Where technically it's always nighttime. That's also why I like it. I'd be curious. Do you have a preference of uh, which one to drive of the three? Uh, my preference is the subway cars. Why is that? Because uh, like I said it's underground, so it's like always nighttime, and uh, you get right. to just sort of uh, people, you know, sketch you, <laughs> which I really like. I always wanted to be a model. Now, in all those pictures, I noticed you're not driving the train; you're out in the car. Is that normally where you go? <laughs> well, when I'm not on my shift, I still like to hang out at work. So, <laughs> I just... so you don't really leave the tunnels. No, I well, unless I'm driving a bus or driving a streetcar. Then I'm always in the tunnels. What's confusing about that? So, oh, nothing. Okay. So you were driving the subway when, when you found a body? I was driving the subway, and then someone pulled the emergency handle. You know that one? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the big yellow, you do it, uh, and there's signs everywhere, only if it's an emergency. Right, break glass in case of emergency, then you pull the handle. So someone yeah. did that, and I could tell right away that that meant there was an emergency. So I immediately got out of my car the the or door <laughs> i got out of the front yeah, door so you have a private little compartment in there where you control the train yeah it's kind like, of blocked off from the public yeah i pretend like i'm a limo driver and, it, and how how's the different what what do you act like <laughs> well i guess i just say uh we'll take you there right away mr wilson but <laughs> I guess I'm not saying it to anyone in particular. <laughs> this sort of stuff. over the announcement system. <laughs> yeah, I pretend that they that they respond back and that they really like me and that I'm a good limo driver. Which which Wilson is in in your fantasy that you're driving? Owen Wilson. 
<laughs> I pretend I'm his limo driver. <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I love Zoolander. <laughs> you wanted to be a model. Exactly. It all links up. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. I love male models. <laughs> <laughs> so someone pulls the emergency. Yeah. And so, again, right away, that's when my fantasy ends and I have to jump into real action. Are you trained for these situations? They train you. They say, well, they subway you. They car you. They car you. We all wanted to make a similar joke, but... One of us didn't. (laughs) Well, one of us just didn't say anything. And he looks angry. (laughs) I die and I know why. I'm still trying to figure out this joke. (laughs) Uh, So, I, yeah, we were trained, like, you know, because they have emergencies every day in the TTC. It's a very scary place. Uh, Drivers get hit a lot. You ever see that sign? Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Spat on. Spat on, hit, yelled at, hit on. That's kind of nice. But they say, you know, even one TTC driver being assaulted is one too many. And I couldn't agree more. That's why I. Well, yeah. That's the thing. If they deserve it, sometimes just by the nature of, you know, humanity, sometimes you're going to get a person who is racist or a you know xenophobic and then you know they don't deserve to be hit but you need to learn consequences <laughs> anyways i think we're getting a little so bit so you are trained i we are trained yes and where were you were you on the bluer line well yeah we were in yeah, spadina, spadina station which oh, is this is where it happened right under spadina station that's Excuse what i'm me. saying so, yeah, yes yeah yeah, yeah. so um, when you pull you pulled up to the stop so we pulled up we were just before the stop like Right before we got, right before I could see the light of the beautiful, beautiful Spadina, uh, you know, mosaic, uh, or tiles, I should say, because <laughs> I don't think mosaic is the word That's that true. you if should they're use. They're all the same color of beige. Does it still count as a mosaic? I guess every platform yeah. kind of is. <laughs> um, right before we got there, I could see a body on the floor. of Like in the tunnel on the tracks, you're saying? Yes, that's what I mean. Okay. So and someone behind you in the train had seen this first, I guess, and I, pulled the alarm? I, that's I, the only explanation. Because you're in the front of the train. Or maybe they had, because sometimes you have, uh, you know, some Wi-Fi down there, generously provided by the city of Toronto. Hey, better than Austerowitz. <laughs> yeah, there was no Wi-Fi there. I think that's the one advantage that we had. Anyways. <laughs> um, and maybe someone, you know alerted them that there was a body at spadina station and they leapt into action also oh okay. someone i'm saying maybe i'm on the train and someone said, at the hey. platform said hey i know you're coming into spadina soon <laughs> make sure to pull that alarm yeah exactly like kids are always on their phones right it's true so you haven't you haven't met or spoken with the person who pulled the alarm no but no. i think they're a hero so someone pulls the alarm yeah you're trained I'm and trained. Your training consists of, as soon as this happens, you know to... Get hit the brake car. immediately. Hit the brake. Immediately. Take off my seatbelt. <laughs> you seatbelted in? <laughs> yeah. You ever know you could crash? a little car seat up there? <laughs> yeah. Turn down the radio. <laughs> <laughs> what are you listening to? Uh, What am I listening to? That day, I think I was listening to a Talk Hole. It's a great... <laughs> Talk the podcast, podcast network. network okay yeah i just download all their podcasts before and what's stick your, them on what's MP3. your favorite one on there i'd say all of them you're blaring talk hole <laughs> you blaring in and yeah You've got princess borgetta blasting through the subway <laughs> yeah well i don't put it on for the the listeners i don't know i let them listen to whatever they want to listen to on their ipod i assume it's talk hole also <laughs> but then i get 
to the stop and the emergency thing goes off, which a big red light goes off in my front seat, in my compartment. And then I get out of the car and I go down and I see the dead body. I check the pulse. That's what we're trained to do. I give him mouth to mouth. That's what we're trained to do. So you stopped ahead of this dead body. You did beat it. Like you didn't we didn't. We did not run over it. Okay. Thank God. Wow. Yeah. So I re- a, yeah, there was some prep tie between someone on the platform texting to getting yeah. to someone who's in the tunnels. Mm-hmm. Yep. Usually you don't even get a reception down there no. unless you're on Wind Mobile. I believe one of their big selling Freedom points. Freedom Mobile? Did they change their name? Yes. Oh. Did everyone think it was Wind Mobile? Is that, <laughs> that what they, the problem? They yeah. thought, no one's going to understand. We got to make, we got to call this something that only has one pronunciation. Yeah. Free Fr- Doom. Fr- oh, I was gonna, all right. Um, and then I saw the body. And yeah. as I said, I was trained to do all this stuff. So yeah, then you I. were grossed out. I was very grossed out. I thought it was a disgusting looking person. <laughs> the body was totally fine, but just you could tell the guy was not, for, not a looker. For a sketch on the line poster. Right, exactly. I thought maybe he. W- I thought maybe he was making fun of me <laughs> by just sleeping oh, on the so track. So you know, kind of what you look like. <laughs> well, I'm okay with it. I'm an old guy now. I'm fine with it. Who am I trying to impress? Friggin' Cindy Lauper. <laughs> she's, she's the hottest, as far as I know. She's the biggest sex symbol right now <laughs> you run down to the tracks yeah he's on the now uh, he's tied up on the tracks <laughs> to the track <laughs> yeah like a like an old cartoon yeah okay he's so someone's tied him there yeah now that i think about it yeah so uh, no and you have to avoid the third rail because i don't know how that works exactly i guess you're someone good to ask right what do you mean by third rail I, i've always heard there's like an electrified rail yeah. down there is that true you can you can tell oh, me. no that's a common myth that we tell people so that they don't hop on down and oh. check out this check out the rails the rails are beautiful <laughs> that's what a lot of people don't realize they look filthy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean beauty is subjective <laughs> a couple of cindy lobbers down there <laughs> don't say that about cindy cindy <laughs> is a beautiful lady and I would love to have her as a guest on Talkwell one day. <laughs> so you hop down there. And and there's also that little enclave. Is this before the, the enclave? You know that little section under the platform where you can go if you fall down onto the tracks? Is this before that area? E- yes, it's right before that area. Oh. So there was nowhere for this body to go. Also, um, he was tied there. He was tied there, but he was also dead. Did it look like a train had already got to him, or was he still... His whole body was in... One tact okay yeah but uh just gross just like gross yeah. guy yeah he's he dressed was like, up as you ttc hat well he was wearing a ttc hat which also made me think it was one of my co-workers so i freaked out Oot. and i started to cry on the spot but then i so realized this is, follow this your training before mouth to mouth or after mouth to mouth <laughs> this is during mouth to mouth <laughs> I started crying as I was giving him out the mouth because I thought it was By my that good point, friend. You knew it was a TTC order, right? Well, well, I guess you don't know everyone. It's a very this all was all happening very quickly. Yeah. So it's and like, he might not have been a TTC worker. He might have been dressed up just to make fun of you. <laughs> right. I still think maybe it was someone trying to. Did pers- his label per- say Doug? No, it didn't say Doug. It did say, <laughs> you know, Doug. Taylor. Yeah, Doug. D O D O U G, which is oh. That's how you spell duck. Probably, it seemingly directed at it you. It was. It was mi- to make fun of you. Yeah. Now that I, now that we're all talking about it and all really getting all the facts straight, this seems personal. Did you know Taylor? Taylor, I had never met before, but I did know him 
from you just knew of him <laughs> yeah he's kind of a big wig he's a ttc ceo whoa he's the ceo of the ttc <laughs> yeah and you found him dead dressed up as you <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're crying you're kissing what do you do next oh it's kissing <laughs> yeah it's not kissing i was just putting my lips on his lips and breathing you're feeling around with your tongue <laughs> yeah well, that's what you're supposed to do to make sure they're not choking on anything <laughs> A standard CPR procedure. You got to dislodge something maybe from their throat. Yeah, I was giving CPR to the CEO of the TTC, <laughs> tied up to the okay. tracks. And so I'm, I'm assuming that doesn't work. No, he was not revived from that. And uh, I, that's when I fished in uh, to find his wallet. And that's when I pulled out the Tyler Milky ID card. Right, you found Taylor Milky's ID. Yes, I think I pronounced it differently, but again, it's a Duke, It's consistent with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I hit my head on those rocks at the Georgian Bay. Oh, not nary two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I apologize for all the, uh, you know, right. I find his wallet. You figure out who he is. I figure it out. <laughs> what do you do? I, you know, I... Because a crowd is gathered at this point, I'm assuming, on the platform. Yeah, and that's when I say, stay calm. There's nothing to see here, folks. It's okay. And that's when I grab the body, take him with me on the front of the cart, and just do my job for the rest of the day. (laughs) The front of the... Like the like, subway? Oh, you like bring him into your compartment. Into my compartment. That's what I mean. So it's just you and him riding in there for the rest of your shift? Yeah, it was kind of nice to have company. <laughs> you said, right this way, Mr. Wilson. <laughs> yeah, well, I, was, I wanted to impress him. <laughs> I thought if he was going to wake up at any moment, I wanted him to like see that I was a good driver. He's a CEO. Yeah. That's the thing. He could make me, you know. Now millions. <laughs> he could make me millions. He could is, give me millions if he wanted to. Is there a... I mean, uh, what's the next level up from... You, is from like, driver to CEO? Like, what's in between that? Yeah. What could I be promoted to? Exactly. Well, I would love... system-like. Well, I think after that, then you get to become uh, a limo driver for the CEO, which is really oh. what we're all in it for. Yeah, right this way, Mr. Milky. Right. That's what I, that's what I could have said. Yeah. <laughs> Should have said. That's one of my favorite improv games. <laughs> <laughs> you like improv? A little bit. <laughs> a little boot? <laughs> A little boot. <laughs> I listen to it. That's why I like talk hole. It's all improv. Because of all the improv podcasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's right in there with you. He's in there you with think, me. I'm going to make it big. I think if this, this guy, if this guy up. wakes up and I was like looking my best while he was doing it, I was like extra professional, right? Like I cleaned all the buttons. I cleaned the, <laughs> the windshield. I made it look real spiffy. And I was just waiting for him to wait. I kept looking over, but he never woke up. And I just, it was devastated. And then by the end of my shift, it was 2 a.m. I was at friggin' Easlington. And I had to call the police. The, <laughs> to take you home. The OPP, Ontario Provincial Police. And why did the, and then why they did the pro- provincial police have to go? Well, I figured it was, this was bigger than, you know, Toronto. Then right. North York or wherever Islington is. Yeah, this is bigger than the, the region. This was Police. provincial. Etobicoke. 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 Do they have their own police department the, or is that just EPS. Toronto? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Etobicoke. What's the S? Police. Service. Oh. They take it from there and you don't see this guy again. And then I get two weeks paid vacation for all the trauma. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Time well, to go cause more trauma to yourself. Spend some time with some rocks. Well, yeah, exactly. It was a nice, uh, you know, a nice break from being underground all the time. I actually was above ground for two weeks 
That's my longest consecutive time above ground in the 20 years I've been working oh, at the it TTC. It day up there, though. Well, that's the thing. It's uh, My body wasn't used to it. That's why I'm so severely sunburned. <laughs> so what do people think of Taylor? Because I'm sure you and the TTC workers gossip and gab about the CEO. I heard that he's a real mean guy, but that he can, you know, if he likes you, he treats his friends right. He can pull some strings, get you in a limo. That's the thing. That's why I was hoping. Uh, but then he never awoke. Who was his old limo, limo driver? This guy, Al. And what happened to him? He's still doing it. He's For driving who? an he's, empty limo? Uh, well, he's driving the hearse now. <laughs> in, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just driving him around. Out of respect. <laughs> but they have to hire a new CEO soon to the TTC. And I'll be uh. honest, I have applied. <laughs> and I think I'm qualified. Well, My 20 there, years yeah. experience, yeah. Who better than me doug i have no i have no business training or you know any sort of experience or yeah and i don't like being above ground but (laughs) aside from that i think i'm think you do most of the job underground yeah i think everything's so remote nowadays if you have wi-fi which a lot of the ttc platform you do that's right and (laughs) funny to see the ceo just on the platform behind the desk (laughs) yeah (laughs) A full little office set up on well, the, one of the platforms. Who better to make decisions about the transit in Toronto than somebody who is, you know, in the midst of it? Yeah, that's in, the thing about the, the TTC. What would you change? What would I change? Hmm. If you were a CEO, more, what would you do? More things underground, I would say. So streetcars underground, buses underground. <laughs> yeah, in like a longer sort of uh, car, you know, like instead of like a streetcar, it's like beneath the ground and it's like, and it's like longer. Big and silver several cars attached yeah and it's like you know goes from all the way across bluer or like <laughs> all the way down university and then on where front street is in union station and then it goes like back up young street or something like that that sounds know. amazing that just sounds like something that kind it of shake up that happen. they need it could never happen well you guys wait and see you know maybe one day you'll be listening back to but this i want to go to black creek village well then we gotta uh, we gotta start crowdfunding we gotta start a crowdfunding thing to <laughs> make how they made the extension was yeah. it a kickstarter it was all was it kickstarter. kickstarter for the university extension <laughs> they got you know 70 billion dollars on kickstarter <laughs> what kind of rewards do you give out oh you get one free tt ttc ride and remember those merchandise things that the ttc were selling a few oh yeah months like a ago? mug yeah you get a little mug it says you can have it say whatever you want and it'll be like in the oh like uh it's world's number one dad Right, but it would, <laughs> yeah, but it would be like you know, it would have the TTC map, but then all the stops you could name them whatever you want. So you can name it World's Number One Dad. You could name it Islington. You could name I'm it, name them all Islington. You could name you could have a whole map full of Islington, and no one could tell you different. Oh, that's the dream. <laughs> yeah, live in Etobicoke, hang out. I got a question. Do you know the lady that talks over the intercom? Uh, she seems nice. She is nice. That is actually my ex-wife. Oh no! Oh no! That's why I on my subways, you'll be able to tell when I'm driving. I ha- I actually had them change the intercom. Oh wow! Who is yeah. it? So now it's Cindy Lauper. <laughs> so did I you actually it. get her to record the stops, or is it just Cindy Lauper songs? <laughs> it's a Cindy Lauper impersonator. One of the best in Toronto, though. And but she's saying, you know, next stop is Bay. Station. Yeah, she's saying this is Cindy Lauper. You're listening to Talk Hole, and next stop is Bay Street. <laughs> Oh, so the subway announcements count as a talk hole podcast. Well, they count as some of the advertising, and like I think it brings. It's good to have names like Cindy Lauper associated with yeah. it, like big American celebs. She's American, right? Probably. Yeah, I, I don't think, think she she's is Canadian. 
So who's no? Who, I was saying maybe British, but oh, anyway. Nah. Who is the uh, interim C- CEO now? Like, who who's taken over temporarily? I know you said there's an application for the permanent one, but there was is there an underling? Is anyone in charge? I mean, sometimes it doesn't seem that way. But oh, there is, Doug! I know. Come that's, on, that's just a joke that we that's say. That's not fair. I know it's not fair. Put that I just, on the mug. Well, maybe <laughs> I, you could. I'm saying anything, <laughs> anything you want to say. Main Street. Yes. No. Well, that'd be cool. No swear words. That's the only thing. No swear words. Like there's like, a woodbine. There's, there's a. <laughs> you could say woodbine. That's a fine word. Is woodbine a slur? A slur. <laughs> it's an ethnic slur. Oh, against which people? We're not sure. We're just covering our lumberjacks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't say it then. I love lumberjacks. I love Canada. Who is in charge? Is what your question was, yes. if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, let me just hit my head with this rock, and I'll remember. <laughs> oh right. Uh, Doug Ford, if you can believe it. <laughs> the Doug Ford. Yeah. For those not in Toronto, right. first of all, this episode is not for you. <laughs> I don't know why you're still listening. Uh, Doug Ford is the brother of estranged and now deceased mayor. Estranged. <laughs> Rob Ford. Uh, disgraced yes. mayor. Uh, he was the one caught Sad. smoking crack. I-, I would say he was a strange guy. <laughs> Whoa! Hi, and Merry Christmas, that time of year again. Uh, In the spirit of Christmas, I want to wish a Merry Christmas to a lot of people who probably wouldn't normally get this kind of wish. So I want to start off by saying Merry Christmas, Osama Bin Laden. And I want to say Merry Christmas to Satan, the devil. I want to say Merry Christmas to all the people who were anti-Semitic. I want to say Merry Christmas to Hitler. If you read between the the lines of of, of some of Hitler's speeches, there's a lot of anti-Semitism there, unfortunately, but I do want to say Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to whoever is the head of ISIS right now. Merry Christmas to whoever is the head of MS-13 right now. Because uh, Christmas is about including everybody, and that's the amazing part about it. So Merry Christmas to everyone, and you, and me.